Good morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, I, I judge everybody by what they wear. Es, is that a V-neck? Oh, you hate yeah. V-necks? You finally, you, you've been persuaded. <laughs> Don't you love it when your neck can breathe? How great is your Adam's no. apple feel right now? No, it's terrible, guys. No. <laughs> what? Good morning, YouTube. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, and TV. This is episode number 238. We've now done as many episodes as the gene that encodes a receptor for tyro- for tyrosine kinase, uh, which, of course, uh, is a, it's a protein uh, that belongs in the insulin receptor superfamily. It's one of my favorite superfamilies next to the Incredibles. Yeah, and the Herculoids. I like the Herculoids. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't even say that insulin receptors are in my top ten super families. Now that you mention all those. Oh, you need those. You need those. You trust me. Speaking of things uh, that can, uh, in some way, affect your happiness, this week we're talking about Heaven Is for Real, the new film adapting the Todd Burpo book that we read. Almost, Best name ever. Yeah, we read over a hundred episodes ago. We read that book, you guys. Isn't that crazy? Man, I don't... That's great. It's weird to think that we could do something over 100 episodes ago, and that was, like, halfway through the run. Yeah. You know? So yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. It was episode 110, so if you've missed our if you missed our review of the book, you can go back and check it out. It was pretty fun. We talked to a, a child physician about uh, some medical <laughs> issues that, that happened in the book, and... Uh, and whether or not he felt guilty about them or felt bad about them uh, crediting Jesus with the miracle when, in fact, it was a team of highly skilled, highly <laughs> highly paid doctors. Uh, anyway, that's all on 110. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Audible. You can go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and leave right now, and you can get a free audiobook of your choice. You could get Heaven is for Real, or you could get uh, some nonfiction, and that's all available for free. You get one free audiobook of your choice, and you support our show, and you keep both of those things even if you cancel your trial. Before it charges you anything, audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. Get that now. You can also sponsor an episode by going to read-weep.com, sign up for a mailing list, and you can, you'll can you be notified. We are going to open up sponsorships in the next 10 days. It'll be soon. Uh, we won't probably won't mention it on the show because by the time I email the list, within a couple hours, it'll be sold out. So that's the only way to find out. Read-weep.com, join the mailing list today. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm your host. My name is Alex. Uh, I'm Alex Falcone. I'm in, on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. I'm in Portland, and uh, we got a great panel for us today. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. Please welcome Ezra Fox. You know, Alex, uh, Christians see Jesus, uh, Muslims see Muhammad, Jews probably see Groucho Marx is what I was thinking. <laughs> Because <laughs> the movie said they would see Moses, and I was like, well, he was fine. But I think yeah. there's a lot of great <laughs> Jewish people to draw from. Yeah, it does seem like a pretty bad misunderstanding of the religion if they're like saying like that, that those three are all equivalent in how yeah. people uh, think of no, them. Moses is great. Everyone, you know, Great guy. <laughs> great guy. No one is saying otherwise. All right. I, uh, no one's ever spoken a bad word about pe- Moses. Yeah, no, I just celebrated Passover. It's, I'm really happy to not you know, be in Egypt uh, as a slave still. Absolutely. Props to Moses. I don't know if he's equivalent. <laughs> Do you think you'd see like the ghost of Woody Allen or something? Uh, Isn't not, Woody Allen not, alive? Not, yeah, I now. mean, here's the thing. I, I was thinking about Woody Allen. I mean, it sounds like Chris just threatened to murder Woody Allen on this show. That's what I think happened. <laughs> 
I feel a lot weirder about Woody Allen after like you know uh, oh yeah uh, current op-ed stuff that's come out. <laughs> so I, I I don't really think I want him to be what's the weird about role. What, are you, what are you talking about? That seems normal. <laughs> <to you? laughs> what are you speaking about? Yeah, uh, I I don't want to talk about it. No, it's tough to talk about. I. But I do remember that's one of the things that people had. So, like, nobody has anything bad to say about Moses, but they are a little weirded out by his uh, marrying his daughter. That was a tough <laughs> thing about Moses. Yeah. Well, Moses made Thriller. So. Technically. <laughs> so you can forgive him. Yeah, it's okay. He made Thriller. Yeah. It's a great album. <laughs> also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. Please welcome back Chris Smith. Hi, Alex. I'm the president of a bank who happens to sit alone in the front row of a church. I'd love to give you some money, man. Uh, like, really, just give you some money if you just ask. Or even just say yes. Could, you don't, could I please give you some money? Why are you being so difficult? Just a slight nod would do it. A slight yeah. nod. Or a shrug of the shoulder. Anything. Your family's going through some tough times. We've been best friends for a while. We're both volunteer firemen for some reason. He, it seems like everyone in the city has to do every job because he, uh, yeah. like the pastor is also the garage door installer and the fireman and the, uh, and the wrestling coach, the wrestling coach. Yeah. What was it wrestling? He was, yeah, he was coaching the wrestling team for like two minutes. Uh, yeah. This is the same thing as it like was. in Billy Jack where everyone had like all the roles in the town. Yeah. I kind of well, like I mean, it. I think have it's you guys neat. ever been to Nebraska? No. Yeah. It's just like that. It's <laughs> just, just like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like you're getting Everyone's bad married wrestling. to Marissa Tomei. <laughs> it seems like you'd be getting bad wrestling advice if he was coming like straight from garage door pastor school. Yeah. Like you just he can't just, focus on you. I mean, the, the crazy thing is like I don't know how how hard is it to like to to pay for a mortgage on like a you know what must be like a ten thousand dollar house. Like he has like three jobs. No, they don't have a mortgage. Uh, the church gave them the house. Oh. He has a free yeah, house. It's by the train free house, seven jobs. How is he having trouble paying yeah. bills? How does he not have like... Because like, he's rippling gambling. Chronic kidney stones every other month. He's just <laughs> always passing them stones. <laughs> so, really he probably has a kidney stone like a jewelry shop then. Like I'm sure like... He... They're not pearls. Oh. They come out nice. Yes, that's not... <laughs> when, when God gives you kidney stones... <laughs> When it's God gives you kidney stones, make sure it looks like a heart attack in front of your congregation. Oh, God. That, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he was grabbing at his chest like he was like, having heart stones. It was, it was a weird... Well, I mean, you know, you, God really makes you pay for it if, like, you grab at your dick, uh, you know, in church <laughs> on the pulpit. I don't like that you think they're jewelry. Like, you think that, like, if, like, a, just a small rock gets stuck up your penis, that it, like, your kidney turns it into a, a pearl. That's not how this works. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. I think you, you also visualized that incorrectly. It's not like someone put the rock up the penis. I think it was, like, on the way down and it got lodged on the way no, out. No, no, I know. Like that's why I'm saying it's, that's what I'm saying. It's not a pearl. You're acting like, <laughs> like it's just going around sucking up little rocks and then turning them into kidney stones. And that's not how it works. It's not. A I mean, I'm sure there's a market <laughs> for this. Etsy. Etsy, look it up. <laughs> I'm sure there's an Etsy market. Uh, Please also don't joining... Google kidney stone jewelry. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, Ezra, don't. I'm doing it. No. I'm doing it now. I'll get back to you. <laughs> also joining us today, he's at Schwa Sound, which is X-U-A-S-O-U-N-D on Twitter, in our Portland studio. Please welcome Schwa. I'm just so mad at God. <laughs> Because he killed my boy who was in a war and signed up for that war and is a hero. <laughs> that was your, uh, and that uh, was, of course, the character of uh, John F. Kennedy. He didn't take your little four year old, <laughs> keeps making all them weird faces, and just gets so mad at God. 
That was so. What was what were her jobs? She was like the the board of directors. She was the. I thought she was the money. Oh, she was bankrolling the the whole church. church? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Off that, off that military cash. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Every month because her boy got killed. If anyone. Anyone watched uh, Justified? It was great to see uh, Mags Bennett again. Uh, I was waiting for her to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was, was she terrified every time she was on the screen. I'm having a tough time with this kidney stone thing, by the way, guys. <laughs> so I mean, they, I'm they, glad you should be. Do they have be. no street market value at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kidney stone street value has returned no hits. So <laughs> Look up kidney stone um, Malaysian street value. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I wonder about that lady is does she like he was he was the preacher that was like the money maker for them. He gets sick for one week and they're like we're going to replace you if you can't bring in the money tomorrow. Like she was like the mafia of that church. She was rough. Well, she recognizes that people are only good as their utility. And once you have a hobbled <laughs> preacher with a sick son and about $35,000 in medical bills, it's time to start looking for a new horse. So let <laughs> you put you, you got to put that preacher down right quick. Yeah. yeah. Or put him out to stud, I don't know. They did he Either broke way. his leg. They should have just Oh man. Yeah. They, straight to the he had factory. a rough couple of weeks. He did, which had nothing to do with the plot later. And it wasn't a couple of weeks. It could have been a couple months. It could have no, been longer. The but. thing is, he broke his leg, and two scenes later, it was completely fine. So time had passed. Okay. But well, but then wasn't he there giving preaches the whole time? Preaches. Giving some preaches? Yeah, that's what he gives. Millions of preaches. Okay. Preaches for me. So let's find out about... <laughs> <laughs> preaches come in a can, right? <laughs> uh, let's talk about the plot of this movie Chris, you are our resident summarizer For your freakish recall and your dulcet tones I would like you to summarize today yes, In sir. the style of a cute kid with big ears uh, He made me feel good about oh. my ears Because I feel like my ears are sometimes big also So He's, um, He was cute And I don't know if you've seen any video of the actual uh, Little Burpo But he uh-huh. uh, the, Hollywood did, a, did him uh, a real favor He's much cuter <laughs> in the movie. I'm just going to say the whole well, family injustice. She was a very cute child. They did. And the, and the real family is just kind of goofy looking. And uh, they were there's beautiful people in the movie. So. I think you guys are out of your fucking mind. That kid was so weird looking. Oh, Compared to no, the no, real. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a thing about this, but I'll talk about it later. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, first, give us the, tell us what happened in this movie, Chris. Tell us what happened right. in Heaven is for Real. So, Heaven is for Real takes place in Imperial, Nebraska at the time <laughs> announced by the movie as the time of the emperors day. in Nebraska. Yeah, present day, time of the third dynasty of Emperor Imperial. Well, can we start there, actually? Why would you say present day ever as the opening to a movie? A, the book took place 10 years ago, and B, yeah. in 10 years, this will not look like present day at all. Well, they wanted it, it to be like, this. this can happen now, you know, this is all... Super so, for real, but like, why I would mean, a movie with no smartphones be present day? It just like you're it's, it's ne- your lying Nebraska. instantly. Nebraska, Alex, Nebraska. Oh, oh yeah, Nebraska full of flip phones. So we just assume any time. Pr- it just seems like if you write present day, no, pre- present day is what they call Christmas in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's present day, Christmas <laughs> Day, 2014. Yeah, all right, so, that explains I mean, it. So anyway, to get back to it, uh, the Burpo family is one of the uh, foremost families in Imperial, it seems, because mostly because Todd Burpo, its patriarch, has so many jobs. He has all the he jobs. Is, he has all the jobs. He's he is the preacher in the church. He's the wrestling coach for the high school. He has his own garage door bu- business. He's also a volunteer fireman. 
and uh, I'm sure you <laughs> to get paid for like any of these jobs. Though I think that's why he's yeah, screwing up. Yeah, he's so nice. He gets paid in carpet, which is weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. He gets paid in carpet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Todd. Um. You know, he's a heck of a guy. He's very busy. The garage door business is incurring some debt, so he's working off with other jobs uh, to do all the other stuff that he does. Um, but then something happens. His son has a ruptured appendix after a trip to Denver. And he's got he goes a bad to the case of the Denvers. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Um, <laughs> Denver omelet really didn't sit well. He, his, his appendix ruptured. And Actually, so he's in the hospital. Uh, uh, Chris, sorry. In uh, Denver, they only just call it an omelet. <laughs> oh, it's I true. It's, it's called, called uh, I'll take the omelet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, in France, it's just called toast. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And for sushi, we just have rolls here in California. <laughs> oh. Do you want a roll? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm sure uh, there are other examples of this. I'm out of them. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, so many examples yeah. of this. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Uh, so Todd's Todd Burpo's son, Colton is in the hospital and it's looking real bad but thanks to a highly skilled team of medical professionals and the prayers of the entire town colton <laughs> makes a full recovery and uh, they got uh, a quorum of prayers that's what it took and so jesus agreed to save him Yeah, they had cloture yeah <laughs> if they didn't have two-thirds of the voting membership agreeing to pray for this kid he would have died that's in right. surgery yeah it wouldn't have been a legitimate prayer bill yeah blah <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to know some like the back alley channels that uh, that Mags Bennett had to had to do in order to like get all those prayers. Just, just, like, I had some, to do yeah, some, some things I'm not proud of to get all these prayers together. Prayer, <laughs> prayer with a heavy pork rider. <laughs> mm, yeah. A heavy pork rider. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah, about a third of the town was just praying for bacon, but it's. <laughs> you know. Okay, so uh, the sun gets better, and then when he wakes up, he's like, "I was in heaven." And he started describing heaven, and his dad, who is a preacher, goes, wow, that's pretty remarkable. That's a pretty remarkably uh, colorful description, I guess. <laughs> they, that, that uh, they did say really possibly specific, uh, although well, I have some issues with Which is with that Jesus, he met Jesus, he sat on Jesus' lap, he uh, saw Jesus riding a horse that was rainbow-colored, uh-huh. and rainbow. he met his yeah. sister that he didn't know existed, who was stillborn. And then he also met his great grandfather uh, as a young man, and apparently the sum total of these details convince, like, basically it throws, you know, Todd I'm Burpo sorry. through. I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off for a second here, Chris. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, you made it sound very straightforward between here is the town, here is the inciting incident, and here is the plot. But this was 40 minutes into the movie that he actually goes oh, to heaven, uh, and it's yeah, a hundred no, minute movie, so it uh, was. There is some Alex, padding. You are completely right in that this movie, basically, son wakes up from surgery, it goes, hey, I went to heaven, and his dad goes, wow, and then tell me a little more about that, son, and son does, and then Todd Burpo goes, wow, and then tell me a little more if you can, and he does, and Todd Burpo goes, wow, and that's that's pretty much it. (laughs) That was the the whole whole thing was, he was frustrated, it really, really messed him up, but that's the rest of the movie. It's just him being messed up. I'm just so, this, (laughs) God... He couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so upset. Wait, just, heaven? Just really? Frustrated. I, oh, hmm. and Grandpa. Then, <laughs> and things are bad with this debt. You know, yeah. like, it seems like he might get fired as a preacher, and then he isn't. It seems like they're going to be in crippling debt, and then they aren't. It seems like there's going to be this whole circus about uh, Colton saying he went to heaven. And everything turns out fine. Yeah, there's just one really crowded church ceremony where everybody spontaneously hugs. 
they yeah, rush, they it, rush the field and the uh, there's some yeah. hugging. <laughs> there was great because there's like again, I love I love watching the extras on like the big scenes. They can't shoot a bunch of time, and there's just, like one kid who just like kind of like just does like a half cartwheel onto the stage and then like dances off, <laughs> like away from the hug. <laughs> Shot on location in Imperial Nebraska. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, Um, so the message of this movie is that, according to Colton, heaven is for real, and according to Todd Burpo, he's gonna, you know, tie goes to the sun, as far as moving. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, close enough. Yeah, I'll give it to him. And uh, also, the main message of the movie is, buy this book. It really is. The whole plot of the movie could have just been, I mean, it could have been, Greg Kinnear is a good guy, Uh Greg Kinnear's kid has an NDE, this fucks with Greg Kinnear. (laughs) That's the fucking whole movie. It is. Uh, pat it out, and then at the end, buy our book. I mean, I, I really thought the, the actually the movie's main message was um, go see the Amazing Spider-Man two uh, by Sony uh, <laughs> coming out May second, two thousand fourteen. Uh, did you see another preview for that? Well, no. So every single like I don't know if you noticed, there was like a bunch of product placement. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the yeah. product placement is so funny because like there was a Spider-Man toy in every scene. Uh, well, that yeah, he loves Spider-Man. Yeah, he That's does. And there's. There's 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 some other products, but it felt like Jesus was a product placement also, because like yeah. every shot in the first forty minutes, there was a cross. There was like the focus was split between the talking person and a cross up in the upper right, and then ev- like every scene there was like just the, the cross on her neck was in better focus than the the character. It it felt like Jesus had paid for a lot of screen time. I mean, yeah, I well, thought Spider Man was winning the the battle, but that maybe that was just me. There's a there's a there's a great thing when like at the at the I guess. Uh, Cemetery when there's like a moment with uh with Mags Bennett and uh and the and the pastor he's like she's like you know you don't have to save the world Todd I believe it's already been done by Spider yeah. Spider Man <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the kind of movie for people who think that too much happens in normal movies <laughs> and also right. yeah. you know Ugh. any sort of conflict happens and Ugh. that's that's a bad thing it's it feels so padded out. Even the book felt like there was a lot more going on in the book. There's multiple yeah. books too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like, yeah, there's the kids' version. Oh, really? Heaven's, Heaven's real, real too. Kids. Everybody, Mambo. <laughs> and what a dick the kid is for not sharing any of this with his mom until the third act. Yeah, Denouement. <laughs> and like, yeah. yeah, you were so surprised. We watched this together, and you were like. He's fucking finally talking to mom, and yeah. it's like an, yeah. an hour after he had this, he's had all of these conversations with dad. Never mentions yeah. I mean, to mom any of the, this stuff. The so mom's pissed. Women in this, women in this movie in the family really get short shrift. I think oh, yeah. like the oh, like the dad comes home. She beats up somebody. Yeah, yeah, but it's like sister dad comes home and he's like, "Hey, son, let's go get pizza, just you and me, and fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs> just forget her. She's yeah. yeah also, over her. also, yeah. dad's got seven jobs. He's got all the jobs. They're still going bankrupt." And when uh, when Mama Burpo is like, I'll just go get a job. He's like, No wife of mine. No. Like, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And you have You're here for jobs. sexing. I really and wanted to see where he took a bunch of carpet down to the hospital and tried to pay his bills <laughs> with like rolls of carpet. Oh, that would have been great. It's going to debt collection. What do you mean well, I'll just you give don't you take the high pile. This is nice <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's just a loose shag. It's the best I've got right now. Loose shag. Loose shag sounds different. We should compliment. We should compliment. Uh, That's basically the plot. Let's uh, let's do. We're starting to end with a compliment. Let's call the compliment sandwich. Schwa, as the guest, you can go first or last in this opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Uh, I'll go first. Lay it on us. Let's see. Um, I did really like the way the beginning of the movie set Greg Kinnear as a really great guy. The first five scenes are 
He is a small <laughs> business contractor, uh-huh. truck owner, yes, some sort of high school coach, uh-huh. grave visitor. <laughs> Very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he's a dying man prayer. Uh-huh. Pray, so he, pray over. Yeah, what? they just there's a guy in town dying. We need you. Yep. And yep. then then they reveal that he's a pastor. Right. And that he plays <laughs> baseball terribly. Yeah, he yeah, he's a slider though. He like he's right. all he goes for the for team. It. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. I defy they really, yeah, you. They, they cover, that's true. They do cover a lot of points. They, that's like, the trying first to find five scenes. Them. They yeah. well, he also he's also great with his kid. Well, with his son. Uh, yeah, with, he's great with his son. No yeah. idea how to talk to his daughter. Great with his male children, and uh, he's also just like really like he seems like such a sweet. He's like a nice guy. He comes home, and he's super happy. Which at and, first, and he's Greg Kinnear. Yeah, yeah, Big yeah. Ups. Which Big is ups one of my favorite uh, types of Indian food. That's stupid. <laughs> um, you know, Schwa, this actually goes into my compliment as well. Really? Okay, Chris, we'll eat you a second. Okay, cool. Um, which is, you know, they show that he's this amazing guy. I think the director did a really admirable job of trying to create any illusion of motion or action in this movie, <laughs> which is just to say, ev- like, three-quarters of every scene, or three-quarters of all the scenes, start with somebody walking into a room. Usually it's Greg Kinnear, and, like, mm-hmm. there was just this weird thing where you always saw him walking, in, and he's just always arriving somewhere just in the nick of time. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, I, yeah actually, I mean, like, the, the I'm... I, Honestly, like the director of photography did a really, really good job um, with some of these shots. Like the the outside, like there's a lot of like yeah. kind of like big landscape stuff. Uh, like it was shot much more interestingly than it than I, than I was expecting. Well, like, the director is the guy who directed Braveheart. No, no, he wrote Braveheart. No, no, he wrote Braveheart. He wrote Braveheart. Yeah, no, because yeah, because Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson directed Braveheart. Oh, you're, you're right. That's, sorry, sorry. So the director wrote Braveheart, mm-hmm. which just just seems so. Like Braveheart is like got some action in it. It just seems like this like he wanted so badly for something to happen in this movie. That's yeah. why they show and he like tried to show anything happening. Like not, you know, he, he yeah, it best. didn't work. That's he why they showed best. the fire at the uh, puppet factory uh, <laughs> because yeah. he just wanted oh, some fire. Was Old man Geppetto. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's this fire and it's like in an RV trailer or, like, park you know, meth like a- lab. Puppet factory, <laughs> yeah. and, and this old man's so like, many. "My children, my children," and it turns out it's marionettes that are in there. What was this? I mean, it could have been real. I, was we, like, for all we know, they could have been real. Well, it just yeah, turned I'll, into like a Fellini movie for two minutes, and then <laughs> I actually this is this is jumping ahead to hates for a second, but I was so upset because he like he goes in the into the thing and is like, uh, "Where are the children? Oh, there's no children. It's just the puppets." And then he leaves. He had plenty of time to grab a couple puppets for this guy it, who clearly yeah. this was his whole life. <laughs> You're right there. You're wearing the full suit. It's you got the oxygen tank. Just grab a puppet. Yeah, He's yeah. dying. It's not like your hands are full. Yeah. He's like, why is an old artisanal craftsman from the old country in Imperial Nebraska to begin with? This is a good question. There can't be a huge I mean, demand for marionettes in that city. Why didn't he I let think... the marionette die and then the marionette came back with stories from heaven <laughs> and talked to the boy and they could put on a whole show and yeah. go tour it? Yeah, he like just, I mean, Cirque he, du Soleil. Heaven is for a real boy. That was the, st- that was the title. <laughs> heaven is for real. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like the the marionette version of heaven. And then God was on a horse with thirty eight strings hanging from the different parts of him. <laughs> it was like Wahas. <laughs> Wahas, the horse that went to Wah. Uh, nah. I'm gonna go next. My my major compliment uh, is also about the 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 females in this movie. So. 
uh, obviously the movie doesn't uh, doesn't actually pass the Bechdel test. Whatever. Uh, there's 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 that strange sexist moment with the we're gonna starve because I'd rather that than have my wife earn a living. There's one great thing that I do like that was like progressive on uh, gender issues, which is that his wife hit a double at the softball game, and that's pretty awesome. Good, good a a stand up double, which yeah, uh, a pretty I've played some co-ed softball. Double. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta crack because they they bring the infield in for a lady. So normal at a lot of co-ed softball teams, like in the league I played in softball, they actually had a line like you can't go further in than this with a woman. Uh, that's they, they take it very seriously. But so she, ha- you just have to knock it over the outfield for the double, and uh, she did. She swung up. It was great. Pretty high arc on that one. Um, the the pitch or the yeah, hit? Yeah, it was not a the hit. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a bloop double, but she a stand-up double. I, I, this actually leads into my comp as well. Perfect. Um, uh, you yeah. happen to be the only one left. So what's your major compliment, Ez? So, um, I mean, I guess this is for just consent, I guess, generally. Um, huh. So, like in sex, basically, uh, you know, Greg Kinnear makes a terrible mistake of trying to stretch a double into a triple. <laughs> um, and rightly so, gets his leg broken. So yeah, I mean stretching stretching singles into doubles is like the key to softball, but the sliding is it's dumb. Going a double to a triple, no. Yeah, double you triple don't. is pushy, uh, and even still, like if you can't make it standing up, don't go for it. I've seen people mm-hmm. break legs playing softball. This is the dumbest thing. Yeah, isn't it weird that the preachers team plays dirty, super dirty? Mm. <laughs> but it's not the. It could have I been mean, not the preachers team. It could have been the the, vi- the volunteer bankers team or, or the off. bank president. You got a little yeah. in that guy's face too. <laughs> yeah, there was. They were aggressive. They were. They were yelling at each other. Oh, kind of I jerks, love the I idea of a volunteer bank brigade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just assumed. Just no take the money in buckets and pass. No, it's like uh, it's just when someone goes in the bank, everyone's cell phone gets a ding, 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 and they have to run over to the bank and try to help that person. <laughs> Just got a check deposit. Yeah. Got to go. <laughs> now there three steps to are three steps to heaven. Let's jump into our hates right now. I think it's about time. So, uh, you know, it's time it's time to prove that you guys that hating is for real. And so <laughs> stupid uh well, have, you, have you listened to the ice t's new podcast the final level podcast no he's got a segment called i'm not a hater but i hate a lot of shit <laughs> <laughs> i like that that's pretty bold it's a hard podcast not to like actually i'm gonna check there's, that. Behind, there's behind the scenes of svu where he just talks about there's news there's a news segment like ice t doing news uh there's a video game segment if that's your thing you I know can't wait oh, yeah he's What's a gamer it? it's called the final level the final level with ice t yeah and um all right well so uh so we're not we're not haters but we do hate a lot of shit as well so let's uh let's jump in in any order what's something that you didn't like what you're gonna you're gonna say about the research well, he's just about the worst researcher i've ever seen in a film <laughs> he's just so bad he googles it once three three mm. quarters into the movie he finally gets to google right and he and he looks up near-death experience is it or yeah something like that yeah, that's the classic modern film, and then I googled it scene, yeah. which I, we we have seen in so many different movies where it's like the girl who's having sex with a vampire decides to Google vampires, <laughs> and is like, oh, yeah. now I understand it, and he's like, his kid is having all this stuff. So he's like, I'll just Google near death experiences, and then I'll be done. That'll solve it for me. Yeah, I mean, it would have been great. The, the movie could have taken taken such a good turn there if it like 
if Heaven is for Real, the book came up at that point. It was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Holy that shit. Was, That's why I had going to be on so that it was 10 years yeah. after the book came out. To me, it, 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 the two things it reminded me of, first of all, it really reminded me a lot of The Phantom Menace. I really had a lot of, because it's like, <laughs> oh, it like really, the like the, the experience kid. of it was Phantom Menace. It took like something sacred from my childhood and just made it terrible and boring. With a kid? With a kid, yeah. With an overly angelic, like blonde child who just made weird faces the whole movie. Right. Couldn't stop making a face. What was with the kid's face? <laughs> yeah, I thought he had a mild palsy. Weird, <laughs> I saw it at yeah. a mall at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah it, my favorite part of it actually was the first time you see the volunteer fire brigade with the double edged lightsaber. That was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really a joy cool. for us. Yeah. That was probably the best thing. Well, I also, Although, I also think like, if you look at the soundtrack of it, right? Just like track 11 is, yes, heaven is for real. And that's kind of a spoiler, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, There's it's not soundtrack. called Is Heaven for Real. I mean, the title was the spoiler. Heaven's for real. Even worse. <laughs> Are you for real, heaven? <laughs> uh, I, one of these. The pod race was really, <laughs> really bad. Well shot. It was well shot, but also had nothing to do with it. It went a little long for my super taste. Long. I don't know. Was Greg Kinnear this movie's Jar Jar Banks? <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the sister was okay. The so let's. I think the biggest hate though that we have to do is not the Star Wars tie-ins. It's uh, it's the sex stuff, the weird sex stuff. Oh, oh I, I don't think it was that weird. I thought it was. I pretty didn't hate this this much. I just here, here's where I saw it. Like this was uh, a couple who just loved to bang, and at one point God got away in the ba- in the way of banging, okay. and that's why the wife was annoyed. I'm not entirely against that reading of it, but there, I have two problems with it. Well, first of all, it's because I think partially it's because I was raised Catholic, so the idea of the pastor getting to bang his wife uh, seems surprising to me. Um, well, oh maybe, no, those Protestants maybe. definitely get to do all kinds of stuff. Well, okay, but here's my problem: is it's not that they liked banging or that they made out a little too aggressively every time they saw each other. My problem in front of their young children, in front of the kids, yeah. Okay, yeah. two problems. They no, know what's up. Number one, <laughs> oh. they're making out on the couch, and she's mad at him for having interrupted her choir practice, and she says, "If you do that again, I'm going to whip you like a dog." And he says, that doesn't sound so bad. Now, that joke, or possibly not joke, is uh, totally, uh, like, it's a totally reasonable whipping sex joke to make, except you shouldn't be whipping dogs. Well, what if it was like, Nebraska? What if he understood (laughs) and it was like, that meant whip not at all. Like, not at all whip. (laughs) Yeah, I will whip you or not. (laughs) Or or maybe cool whip. Cool whip you like a dog. You know, where the dog See, gets a cool whip. That's also something you should not do to dogs. Aren't miracle they lactose whip. intolerant? They can have cool whips. They can have chocolate. It's miracle whip. It's Nebraska. Again. Oh. This is <laughs> miracle whip you like a dog. So that's weird that they're, I don't mind that they're into kinky sex. But then there's this other part where he doesn't want to go to Denver. And she says, if you don't go to Denver, or if you go to Denver, I will. And then she leans in and whispers to him, what is that? Hmm, what does it mean? Because you, it's, um, it's no way that she just leaned in and was like, I will have totally normal no, sex no, no. with you. No, no, That's I not think, enough. I think it's a Nebraska, it's a Nebraska sex act. It's a Cornhusker. <laughs> I don't want to know what that is. I have no desire to know what that is. I don't want to know. Possibly a double Cornhusker. Double Cornhusker. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no the way there's always double wanted, turn a double Cornhusker into a triple Cornhusker. <laughs> That's how you break your leg, leg, Chris, yeah. <laughs> Is it? Is it? You think like uh, their, their sex lives have to do with all the kidney stones he gets? It could be. Is that she's always shaking them things loose, man? Yeah, yeah. she's always sexily denying him cranberry juice. Uh, 
man. If you drink that corn corn juice, uh, or fuck, never mind. <laughs> corn juice. <laughs> I was trying to say something else. Corn juice. Corn juice. That's that the part thing of corn, corn, corn juice. Corn milk. Corn juice. <laughs> I think Marissa Tomei was um, kind of miscast in this movie. Sorry, um, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Wait, my knowledge was not in this you movie. Mean, oh, sorry, Kelly Riley. Yeah, Marissa what? Tomei. That was. Oh. It was not Marissa. Marissa it was not Marissa Tomei. Tomei. No, I no. just believed you for a second, but no, it was. Uh, the redhead was Kelly Riley, wasn't it? Yes. Well then. My point is completely no. No, no, actually, this is a great hate. What movie did you see? I think Marissa Tomei was miscast as not in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a terrible casting decision. Yeah. They really missed the opportunity to have Marissa Tomei. (laughs) But yeah, this was was, um, John Watson's wife from the um, the, uh, Robert Downey Jr. uh, Iron Man? Sherlock's. Iron Man. Oh. Tony Stark's wife. Yeah. Yeah, This, this Quentin Paltrow was also miscast <laughs> as <laughs> May, as Kelly Riley. I feel and like I think Iron Man was a little miscast as Spider Man in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about Colton's Heaven for a second. Uh, so first of all, he is pr- he's proven to to everybody that Heaven exists, right, by his impossible knowledge. And the trailer, which I've seen we've seen on for the show, the trailer is like he knows things that he can't possibly know any other way. That Kenny Loggins is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, Kenny Loggins is Jesus. I forgot about that. Could look a lot like uh, but there's two, like, his, pro- like, his un- impossibly specific things that he described heaven was beautiful, more colors than there are on Earth, and Jesus rides a horse. And then when he's asked what color is the horse, he says all the colors, which is, the, the is not specific. Earth. That is very... Is that white? <laughs> well, it depends. It could, be, it could be black, too. Like, it depends on how you... I mean, just... just well, that's... Like, white light is all the colors, but white yeah, paint right, is all... no color, and black paint is all the colors. There's nothing in this that's... kid's experience that isn't just a classic NDE, like, out-of-body experience type thing, including the Jesus Rainbow Horse, yeah. which is something you see. He's clearly having a 5-MeO-N and DMT trip. I... <laughs> that's what he's having. And You just used a lot of letters. Yeah, slow down for well, alphabet okay. soup. So there's dimethyltryptamine, <laughs> which is a very hard hallucinogen, and then there's uh, 5-MeO, 5-methoxy-dimethyltryptamine, which is more of a classic out of body, lots of bright lights. So you're thinking this kid was like, he was going into surgery, his appendix burst, and they just gave him no, acid, no, no. really strong acid. No, basically, what happens is the pineal gland excretes <laughs> dimethyltryptamine in times of crisis. Right, like oh, like the, like that psychologist lady that he drove into her university to argue with her. Yeah, that's yeah. what she yeah, said. That scene made no sense. No, oh no, no, that no. was the she worst. She killed scene her husband, who was a believer. <laughs> that was a different storyline. It was the worst scene by far. So, Anyways, oh, you, you keep somebody, saying, yeah, as somebody that has had um, out of body experiences and, and, and these type of things happen, uh, nothing is very remarkable about the kid's trip except for you know he's tripping. <laughs> he's just <laughs> tripping hard. Yeah, I oh, there's the theory that the pineal gland excretes DMT uh, right before you die or when you have near death experiences. And when you smoke DMT, you do have very similar heaven like things. And rainbow is a very very common thing. Usually, it's so, a snake. So would you say there's more colors when you're on a DMT Absolutely. trip? Absolutely, that's that's the one like <laughs> legit part of this fucking movie is the kids like it's all the colors, and that is for real. Like if you do psychedelics enough, you'll notice those are colors that you don't see with the retina. You don't. The ret- <laughs> You can't see it with your normal thing, you know, see, but with the mind's a, eye. That's such a yeah, such a high thing to say, because I, I don't know what it means for there to be more colors. 
I, I drug don't, trips are for again, real. I'm, yeah. You can, <laughs> I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna ascribe any meaning to it, but this is what happens when you put this chemical inside inside your. Everybody yeah. knows that. Although you guys, I think so much of it is also that Colton is four and he looks like he looks and he talks like he talks. You know, had Colton been a 16 year old going, I saw a horse, ha <laughs> like you know, it would have been he probably just would have started like, a shitty band and like right. yeah. <laughs> I, well, he we're, also- called, we're called Rainbow Stallion. We're here to, <laughs> we're here to rock. <laughs> the thing that was so weird about whenever... Is that horses um, are still slaves in heaven? <laughs> oh, no. Domesticated animals in yeah, heaven. What yeah, the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, I don't... Yeah. It's like maybe this, this horse is not stoked about heaven. He's still got a bit in his mouth. It's like rainbow colored, but he's still got... That was such yeah. a moment for Greg Kinnear, too. Jesus has a horse? Yeah. <laughs> What? I've never what, what? I've never heard of that. How could you possibly not in the Bible. combine those two ideas of Jesus and horse? That's so imaginative. Uh, Wait, uh, Jesus has a horse? Cool. Yep. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Jesus loves all the little horse. That's a it's a standard. I got I just just I have to say, yeah. I, I cannot recommend this movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Also, he's the other proof is that he said, "Mom, you had a baby die in your tummy." Uh, <laughs> Jesus told me, which seems weird that Jesus doesn't know anatomy and how babies work. It was never yeah. in your tummy. Wow. Jesus, how are you going to explain it to a little kid? You say tummy. You're, if you're Jesus, uh, you can make kids understand, right? You made him understand yeah. that pain doesn't exist and that everything is going to be wonderful forever and that uh, miscarriages live to the age of four in heaven. Like uh, You could at least say you had a baby die in your womb. How hard is that? We're gonna. This is gonna keep going off this tangent. But have you guys ever heard of the trick where a horse can do math? Did we talk about this before? Yeah, yeah. I he did. only gets to do it if uh, if the person asking the question like knows the answer. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened? So the the person asks the horse like, "What is four plus four? And the horse like bangs his hoof eight times. And all it is is the horse can see that you smiled on eight and didn't smile before that, and so just knows when to stop. And so it's so obvious how Colton knew these. Two facts. Like, you're, it's, you're not impressed that Colton knew that you had a miscarriage if every morning you open your box of baby clothes and weep? <laughs> you don't think he's going to notice something's up? This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon, in his name. Meanwhile, in the read-it-and-weep-induced coma room. Damn it, Alex, I told you, he doesn't exist. Also, heaven's just a metaphor to inspire the good in us. You'll just suffer a serious concussion if you try that. You'll see, Chris. I just need an NDE, or near-death experience as I call them. Alfonso, use your mallet. Beep. Beep. Hello, Alex. That was a close one. You're in the danger zone. Kenny Loggins, I knew you were for real. Thank you for believing in me, my son. Please, let me show you around heaven. Oh, Kenny Loggins, it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, all the colors. Is that Kevin Bacon slipping off his Sunday shoes? Of course, Alex. He's cutting foot loose every hour on the hour. (sighs) Can I stay here forever? One day, my boy. But first, you must continue to do work on Earth. I just want to be close to you, Kenny Loggins. Alex, you can feel my power inside you anytime you buy one of my albums at read-weep.com slash Amazon. A portion of the sales goes to support my favorite podcast, yours. What if I already own all your music? Even the essential Kenny Loggins 3.0? 15 copies. Well, then you can buy the Tao of Kenny Loggins. Then you can buy the Tao of Kenny Loggins, which is a totally real book that's for sale at read-weep.com slash Amazon. I will, Kenny Loggins, I will. But how do I get back home? Just climb into this fighter jet and listen to her howl and roar.
Gasp. Beep. 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 Guys, I'm back. Kenny Beep. Loggins is for real. Guys? Alex, you went unconscious three days ago. Chris and Ezra got bored, so they went to find their own heavens. Oh, Kenny Rogers, you sure know when to hold them and when to fold them. Oh, Kenny G, I wish I could ride this elevator with you forever. Wait, you didn't have a Kenny butler bot? I have Kenny Baker. He is always inside of me. Oh, that makes sense. No matter what Kenny you believe in, feel close to him at read-weep.com slash Amazon. Bye, shit. Well, here's I got two things I want to do. First of all, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, I want to play a game called First Person, and so this is where we're going to pretend you are the main character in the movie and decide what you're going to do. So you're broke, your kid's yep. crazy, yep. You haven't read a written a book yet. No. What do you do? How do you guys deal with this? What do you tell this kid? Uh, what do you do with this story? You're you're an improv preacher, so you can only talk about what happened that morning. You have no other preparation for for sermons. Uh, yeah. What do you do with this situation? Well, just open, huh. up, open up the Bible. It's hard. I mean, when you have a degree from Second City Seminary. <laughs> <laughs> His sermons were real bad. They were, and he was supposed to be like the Terrible. best preacher in Indiana. He was like, last night I read a bedtime story, and when the hippo was talking to the giraffe, he said, I'm ready to die for Jesus. And that is what yeah, we should all... Yeah, about the bear, the lion, and the unicorn yeah, that's all what it was. in a struggle. Is uh, yeah, caught know, like in, in a some bloody in, war. Yeah, yeah what? It's a really weird story. Why is the king massacring bears and unicorns? What's going on? <sighs> but he just yeah. is like, so there's a story that makes no sense, and that reminds me of Jesus. Like, also, yeah. if you just read the story to your kid last night, what were you planning to talk about today? You had no backup plan? Well, yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah, when I would fake a, a uh, you know, kidney stone and just like pass out. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> it's a lot like that. It really, you just, he just talks about whatever. Well, <laughs> he, you know. He should have been talking about metachlorians. <laughs> <laughs> my, my boy's got so oh, so much metachlorian. Uh, and then, and yeah. then the rest of the movie, they never talk about metachlorians again yeah. because it's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out of the rest. So of the here's trailer. the deal. I, I, you know, Alex, I think I would write a business plan for turning the volunteer firefighters into <laughs> a professional firefighting force that could collect paychecks. You could sell the puppets. You'd, you'd start there for investment yeah. money. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Nice puppets. They were, yeah, they I would start nice fires puppets. in places where I wanted to get the stuff from. Sure, yeah. And then collect, <laughs> steal that stuff during, during the rescue. arsonist preacher. <laughs> That's more interesting, man. Well, yeah, yeah. At some point, like his carpet factory is going to catch on fire. That stuff's highly oh, flammable, yeah. and it's all he's keeping yeah. there. Oh yeah. Also, he's in, he's not like he's in the garage door business, which seems a little overspecified for a city with like fourteen pickup trucks and that a tractor. That was also product placement for garage doors. Yeah, the overhead doors. His little his little tag. That's all a real thing. That's a real like franchise that you can buy. I into. assumed that it was real. <laughs> I, I assumed it was real because like everything like because like they didn't change his name from Todd Burpa, which is like Ugh. the worst name in a movie. So I assume it's a funny name. That really got to me, man. Makes it so hard to take him seriously. Uh, what we, if their last name was the Vomitons, or you know? Okay, it's not the worst name, but it's a stupid name. Well, would they have changed it then? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't the know. Fardos. 
Burpa was it, it stuck out so hard. By the end of the movie, it was so weird. That's an, like he didn't call it Burpo Garage because no one would buy a door from them. It's just you can't take that seriously. Burpo. <laughs> the Church of Burpo. Okay, what's the wait? What was the question? So what do you do? You're Todd Burpo. Your kid has gone crazy. You're out of money. You live in Imperial Indiana. Like, what's your move? You do some research. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you tell people? Do you tell everybody? By the way, my kid won't talk. Stop talking about this uh, this weird fever dream he had. Clearly, you see cash signs in your eyeballs, like Scrooge <laughs> yeah. McDuck, and like just everything lights up. He definitely did. I mean, he like this whole movie. He's like struggling with how to deal with it, and then at the end, I guess he just realizes, like, oh, I could write. Ten, I could sell ten million books. He's like, what? <laughs> that's what God wants. Yeah, God. that's what Kenny Loggins wants. <laughs> So, um, also, like, God has not appeared... Uh, like, no one's taking anyone else to heaven. Why is this Burpo kid? Is it because his dad... He knew his he knew Todd would capitalize on the book money? Is that why the baby Burpo got to go to heaven? Maybe. I only got to play or, go-karts with my elementary school teacher. Why? I mean, I get, think what happens is there's a really small, um, I don't know, like, doggy door to heaven. And you can only sneak in there if you're pretty exploratory and also tiny. You, you have to, oh, yeah. Sort of like a gymboree where they have the little kid's door and they have the adult <laughs> door. If you can fit in the exactly. little kid's door, you're just in. Yeah. Just in. God loves all little children, so he installed a gymboree door. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. All right. Well, so let me ask you this about the town. The other thing I think is really interesting. This was Chris's idea, basically, was he wanted to play No Retreat, No Surrender because he wanted to know, which is our game that we play about where you, we talk about uh, what minor characters in this movie would you rather see a movie about when the main characters aren't interesting. Yeah. So, But Chris wanted to know because he wanted to know what else is going on in this town that this is the most exciting thing in Imperial Nebraska. Well, I doubt it's the most exciting thing going on in Imperial Nebraska. I just think that there's a lot below the surface. Like, what does that bank president do all day? Or, like, mm. you know, the Latino couple that runs the diner. Like, <laughs> that just stands in the diner and gives away food? The dude is an EMT and a diner owner and also is in the church. I think everybody does a lot of these jobs. And certainly somebody's got to have something going on. The the people I want to follow, um, I, I think it's the it's the woman who is, I guess, the the college psychologist, uh, but apparently is also a psych, like clinical psychologist, right? Um, and just sees pastors, you know. Yep. But uh, anyway, also so she mentioned that she had open office hours. Yeah, I would like to uh, see and her, no receptionist. Yeah. I'd like to see her world fall apart after that meeting with Greg Kinnear. <laughs> just he's right. Ah, oh, <laughs> the unexplainable, and just everything just slowly crumbles, and she ends up in a ditch somewhere. And he like, says to her, "I called you because I wanted to hear a contrary viewpoint," and then she opens her mouth, and he's like, "But no, but that's wrong because obviously God's real." <laughs> yeah, what a dick there move. Wasn't a lot of what informed or. There? respectful debate yeah between the two he of didn't them. listen to her at all and he said he was listening to came there to listen to her yeah um i mean i well so i just think what, what actually happened with her beforehand though like um so she had a husband who was religious and he passed away but she wasn't really clear about how it happened uh-huh. um so i really do think that she killed him just two cops bust in the door to her university and are like where were you on the night of present day <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Well, let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order, which means, Ezra, you're up first. What's your minor compliment? Colton getting back from heaven is kind of like you know, when someone's coming back from study abroad and they're kind of a douchebag. So he's just like, it's like, oh, 
yeah, Jesus doesn't actually look like that. Uh, it turns out it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Jesus' horse is actually like all the colors. It's not. It's yeah. not just one color. You know, the uh, Mexican food was a lot better in heaven. <laughs> yeah, they don't actually. Oh, no. They don't actually eat don't, with chopsticks in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, they don't wear glasses in heaven. I'm sorry. <laughs> just the fact that you would say that to Jesus. You would get it if you had been there. And, That's all. and then he says cheers to everybody. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Ch- yeah. Ciao. <laughs> really? He says ciao. Yeah. He says goodbye. What a douchebag. What a douchebag. Uh, just hipster douchebag. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. No, <laughs> you know, I studied abroad in heaven, so I know how this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he actually pronounced it Jesus, yeah. it turns out. <laughs> yeah. So. What a dick. <laughs> Uh, all right, so continuing backwards, uh, my minor compliment is uh, uh, the the wife has to cry a couple times, uh, Kelly Riley, and I thought it was a really smart decision yeah. by the production staff to hire Kelly Riley because she looks like she's always on the verge of tears. So it saved a lot of money she on, on brought, bottled tears to drip on her face. That's true. You, just, you don't have to worry about it. It would be bad if she was acting in like a movie where she was having a good life, but... For a movie where she's always at, like her marriage is falling apart, even when they're about to do it, she's like, "I'm gonna whip you like a dog." <laughs> she is. She's a she's a crier during sex. You can tell. <laughs> I I mean, always weird because oh, of the not whipping. That that's always a bad thing, but <laughs> he just said always weird, not always bad. That's not. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you gotta go there. I I mean I don't know how how I, it seems like it'd be always bad. <laughs> I don't know, Chris. That seems like never a good. I, I'm not a fan of laughing either. I prefer a very like <laughs> really no laughing. No, <laughs> no one laughing. Well, not like okay. If you're so like, what if like what if while you're making love, you, both your souls interconnect and they become part of one, and you both get a glimpse into heaven, and you come back. Do you not cry then? Do you? Not no, laugh? I've done that. Do that's not. not that's fine. We don't laugh or cry. No, you're like, this is fun. Yeah, hmm. it's good when the souls merge. Good work. You know. <laughs> You, hey, high five, go team. You know that stuff. You don't. But you keep it pretty even. You healed. go team your wife after good sex. Oh, during. Go team. <laughs> Off the market, ladies. <laughs> yeah, I only had to find one who liked that. That was the key. That's the thing about marriage. Will you? Uh, will you compliment now, Chris? Absolutely. Go for it. What's your minor compliment, Chris? I guess if I have to comment one thing, it's that in a small town, and we've been you talking do. about how. Uh, you know, Todd Burpo has so many jobs. Well, his wife actually does have a few jobs herself. Uh, she is, uh, you know, on the softball team. Right. She raises their Bad kids. And, and also, she, yeah, she she directs a choir very poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she rehearses them and has really. Uh, hilariously bad advice for people like, oh, let's try that again. It wasn't good. Yeah, you guys were kind of bad at that. Let's do it again. Yeah, and seems to be a pretty bad choir director in this one. Um, but, you know, I like that she's trying. And, you know, she wears many church lady hats. <laughs> she butchers that song at the end, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, Oh, yeah. So I've, I've not gone to Protestant masses. I've gone to a lot of Catholic masses. But in Catholic masses, you do not clap after somebody sings. And so that oh. felt really weird to me, too. Is yeah. that is that like letting the the pastor have sex? You also like let the people get claps for their solos. Yeah, it gets like that. They did do a really yeah. good job of making you feel like you're at Protestant church, like especially okay. in the congregational, like yeah. afterwards when they're all talking. It you could like almost smell. What about heckling the preacher? Is that a normal thing? Where he says he was no. safe at third, and someone yells from the crowd, "You were out." Oh no, that's small town. I thought that was that's a good small fun. town thing. What about that's good fun? Uh, oh, there was another. Oh, 
Uh, just opening it up for questions? What about that? Is that normal? Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone have any questions? I've covered nothing. It was just like, <laughs> what's on your mind, guys? Yeah, that's not normal. I, and that's, I, that's why he was up for being fired, is because he thought that instead of preaching, he should just have a Q&A. <laughs> about heaven yeah. from his son's perspective. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure this did turn into like a media circus because of all of this. But boy, if I was in that church, it would be like, I would just be so embarrassed on his behalf, right? Ugh, just yeah. douche chills God. watching that. It Ugh. was rough. And the kid, uh, with, the kid uh, with his weird faces the whole time, too, didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you can't see that, but it's... Yeah, right. Not great help to the show. Terrible radio, but my God. <laughs> uh, all right, Schwal, what's your, uh, what's your last compliment, um, minor compliment? I got a couple minors, I guess. First of all, they kind of ruined it at the end, but when, the, when Jesus came and grabbed the kid's hand, black hand, black Jesus. Pretty cool. Uh, the, what? They, they, or at least... They changed it at the end, but during the hand, that was a black man's hand. Well, but his whole problem was that it wasn't blue-eyed enough when he looked at all the pictures. Right, they ruined it. Right, okay, but he was yeah. black the first time. I was wondering about that. I thought it might have just been in shadow. It was hard to tell, but... I was pretty sure. No, he definitely... I had, wrote that was, down. Uh, yeah, he was Americano-colored. Eventually. I... Yeah. Yeah, well, that... <laughs> I just thought we were going to get a black Jesus at the end, and that was going to be the twist. <laughs> it would have been a great twist, and also not worked for the kind of people yeah. who are watching this movie. Not at all. The other one, usually at the end uh-huh. of a movie this bad, yeah. you get a slow clap. You get a slow clap. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, and then everybody burst up. But this time we got a congregation-wide slow hug. Yeah, I remember, which I've never seen. Silent hug, never seen. Silent. Yeah. So he gives this yeah. long, one person gets up. Yeah, he gives the long impassioned uh, improv speech about his son's uh, his son's daydream. And yes. and I yeah you were you were sitting next to me going like slow clap slow clap it's coming slow clap <laughs> slow clap and then and it really did feel like that and they didn't but one person got to their feet and walked up and hugged him and then two people and then everybody rushed to the field. <laughs> But it was it was this it was the hugging equivalent of a slow clap. You it called that amazing. a mile away. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, I was actually looking on Twitter. Uh, Linda Holmes of NPR had this thing where she's like, you know, if I were really cynical about this movie, I'd say this is the type of movie that Greg Kinnear should have had a black friend who was wise <laughs> and gave advice. Uh-huh. And there should have just been so many other like tropes in this movie. Wasn't, but it was fairly trope free. Wasn't the I lady think. who? <laughs> Yeah, trope free. Uh, <laughs> that is sort of a compliment. Did you? Wasn't wasn't the the board president of the church black? Nope. No. Nope. That was a white guy in a tie. No, not him. No, the the lady who had the son who died in the war. She was nope. Nope. She was not black. No. The couple who he gave the dress to. Latino. Latino. Yeah. Yeah. He. You know. That's what he. If a, a black friend would have told him <laughs> yeah, not to this do is that. Nebraska. I don't. Yeah, I was no. just trying to remember. I don't. I can't. I've been to Lincoln mm-hmm. once, mm-hmm. Uh, twice actually. I went to Lincoln. So don't, you used to, don't brag. Yeah. Well, I got laid. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was some creepy. I was, I was she was crying. Yeah. She was whipping me yeah. and her dog. She had she, black hands, but she had a white face <laughs> and a Blue beard, eyes. a really weird beard, and some chick in Latvia was driving, drawing <laughs> us the whole time. It was. <laughs> Paint me what, like one weird. of your naked Jesuses. I'll never forget it, though. Yeah, it for- sounds very. <laughs> never forget. Did this happen, or were you smoking some letters? <laughs> yeah. That's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. Next week, we are talking about the the 
2012 film, Food Fight. The CG yeah, what? movie, Food Fight. Yeah, so our sponsor, Zach, just said about Food Fight that the more people who experience this movie, the better. So we're going to check it out, talk about it next week. And then after that, we are returning to the uh, just terribly depressing world of Terry Goodkind. I'm not looking forward to that. But uh, stick with us for that. And then there'll be some more sponsorships o- open up somewhere along the way. Sign up at readdashweep.com for the mailing list. You can find out about them. If you have any feedback for us, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash weep On Twitter at read underscore weep. I'm Alex Falcone. Thanks for joining us, Chris, at C. Walter Smith. Of course. It was a pleasure. Ezra had to take off earlier, but he's at Ezra Fox. And uh, thanks for joining us uh, at Schwa Sound. My X-U-A-S-O-U-N-D. pleasure. Yeah. That was really fun, guys. Thanks so much. Do you want to talk about your band? Do you want to see your yeah, band? Yeah, have, Schwa's uh, got a band. Yeah, we. Uh, if you're in Portland area, come see Swahili. Portland or Seattle will be uh, touring the summer and playing out a lot, and uh, we'd love to see you. What's Swahili like? Swahili is a tribal disco-y sort of thing right now, and uh, it's, <laughs> it's a blast. And um, Tribal-y disco-y thing. Yeah, it's sort of... Now yeah. I have to check it out, yeah. right? <laughs> it's good stuff. Cool. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for doing it. When, you, when, you, when your next album comes out, we'll have you back. We'll talk about it. I'd love to be back. Thank you so uh, much. It'll be fun. You're great. Uh, take care, everybody. We'll be back again next week with Food Fight. Bye. Um, <laughs> <laughs>